Hello, my dear friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. Merry Christmas. And um, correction, today we're not doing the um, the feast day of St. John. Uh, I'll do that afterward. Uh, today is the Holy Family Day. Today is the feast day of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. So <clears throat> this is going to be episode 234. Episode 234 of The Informed Catholic. And please subscribe and share to the podcast if you like what I do and you think I'm doing a good job. It would be a great help. And it would let Anchor, Spotify, and all the other podcast platforms know that you actually enjoy this. So, let's begin. All right, let's open up with our prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, Ever-Virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us and forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Christe eleison, Christe eleison, Christe eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison. Okay. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit and the glory of God the Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. This is the um, the fam uh, famous, we know it as a Christmas hymn, a Christmas carol. I'm not going to sing it, but I will recite it. O come, O come, Emmanuel. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appear. Rejoice, rejoice, O Israel, to thee shall come, Emmanuel. O come, thou wisdom from on high, and adore all things far and nigh. To us the path of knowledge show, and teach us in her ways to go. Rejoice, rejoice, O Israel, to thee shall come Emmanuel. O come, O come, thou Lord of might, who with the, thy tribes on Sinai's height, in ancient times did give the law, in cloud and majesty and awe. Rejoice, O rejoice, O Israel, to thee shall come Emmanuel. O come, thou rod of Jesse's stem, from every foe deliver them, 
that trust thy mighty power to save and give them victory over the grave. Rejoice, rejoice, O Israel, to thee shall come Emmanuel. O come thou key of David, come, and open wide our heavenly home. Make safe the way that leads on high, that we no more have cause to sigh. Rejoice, rejoice, O Israel, to thee shall come Emmanuel. O come thou day, thou day spring from on high, and cheer us by thy drawing nigh. Disperse the gloomy clouds of night, and death's dark shadow put to flight. Rejoice, rejoice, O Israel, to thee shall come Emmanuel. O come the desire of nations bind, in one the hearts of all mankind. Bid every strife and quarrel cease, and fill the world with heaven's peace. Rejoice, rejoice, O Israel, to thee shall come Emmanuel. I thought that was nice. So let's now, um, the antiphon, um, the prayer that we've been doing now, the Christmas tide prayer. And usual, it's my Brooklyn neighborhood making noise. <laughs> Behold, the Lord, the ruler is come, and a kingdom in his hand and power and dominion. Give to the king your judgment, O God, and to the king's son your justice. O God, whose only begotten Son appeared in the substance of our flesh, grant we implore you that by him in whom outwardly we recognize our likeness, we may deserve to be inwardly created anew, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Okay. And the antiphon for the beginning of this uh, readings. Luke chapter 2, verse 16. The shepherds went in haste and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in a manger. O God, we're pleased to give who, we're, who were pleased to give us the shining example of the Holy Family, graciously grant that we may imitate them in practicing the virtue of family life in the bond of charity. So in the joy of your house, delight one day in eternal rewards through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Okay, and the first reading is from Sirach. We, we, we very rarely seem to hear much from the, um, the Deuterocanonical books, but it's uh, Sirach chapter 3, verse 2, chapter 3, verse 2 to 6, 12 to 14. Those who fear the Lord honor their parents. A reading from the book, Holy Book of Sirach. God sets a father in honor over his children, a mother's authority he, confer he confirms over her sons. Whoever honors his father atones for sins and preserves himself from them. When he prays, he is heard. He stores up riches who reveres his mother. Whoever honors his father is gladdened by children. And when he prays, he is heard. Whoever reverse, reveres his father will live a long life. He who obeys his father brings comfort to his mother. 
My son, take care of your father when he is old, and grieve him not as long as he lives. Even if his mind fail, he be considerate of him. Re revile him not all the days of his life. Kindness to a father will not be forgotten. Firmly planted against the debt of your sins, a house raised in justice to you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Uh, Psalm 128. The response is, Blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Blessed is everyone who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. For you shall eat the fruit of your handiwork. Blessed shall you be and, and favored. Blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the recesses of your home. Your children like olive plants around your table. Blessed are those who fear the Lord, the Lord and walk in his ways. Behold, thus is the man blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you from Zion. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. Blessed are those who fear the Lord and walk in his ways. Okay. Uh, the next one is from a uh, reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Okay. Uh, family life in the Lord. Okay. Here we go. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Put on as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, heartfelt, compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bearing with one another, forgiving one another. If one has a grievance against another, as the Lord has forgiven you, so must you also do. And of all these, put on love, that is, the bond of perfection, and let the peace of Christ control your hearts. The peace into which you were also called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you, richly as in all wisdom. You teach and admonish one another, singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, do in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Wives, be subordinate to your husbands, as is proper in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and avoid any bitterness toward them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this is pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children, so they may not become discouraged. Let me read this one more time. Uh, reading from a letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Put on as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If one has a grievance against another, as the Lord has forgiven you, so must you also do. And over all these put on love, 
that is the bond of perfection. And let the peace of Christ control your hearts, the peace into which you were also called in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, as in all wisdom you teach and admonish one another, singing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Wives, be subordinate to your husbands as is proper in the Lord. Husbands, love your wives and avoid any bitterness toward them. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this is pleasing to the Lord. Fathers, do not provoke your children so they may not become discouraged. The word of the Lord, thanks be to God. Alleluia Antiphon. Alleluia, alleluia. Let the peace of Christ control your hearts. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Alleluia, alleluia. This is, uh, this Alleluia Antiphon is taken from Colossians chapter 3, verse 15 and 16. And we just read Colossians chapter 3, verse 12 to 21. All right. And, um, we're going, to talk, we're going to talk a little bit about that after the gospel reading. The gospel reading is from St. Matthew, chapter 2, verse 13 to 15, 15 to 19, 19 to 23. Take the child and his mother and flee into Egypt. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. When the Magi had departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and stay there until I tell you, Herod is going to search for the child to destroy him. Joseph rose, took the child and his mother by, by night and departed for Egypt. He stayed there until the death of Herod, that what the Lord had said through the prophet might be fulfilled. Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod had died, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Rise, take the child and his mother and go to the land of Israel. For those who sought the child's life are dead. He rose, took the child and his mother and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in place of his father Herod he was afraid to go back there and because he had been warned in a dream he departed for the region of Galilee he went and dwelt in a town called Nazareth so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled he should be called a Nazarene the gospel of the Lord praise to you Lord Jesus Christ amen When we were reading the book, um, The Day Christ Was Born by Jim Bishop, I couldn't help but um, have a lot of the images that I saw in movies uh, on the life of Christ. Um, King of Kings, 1968-69 with Jeffrey Hunter. Um, the Greatest Story Ever Told. Jesus of Nazareth and um, the nativity movie that came out not too long ago. And I've seen a few others. 
uh, you know, some good, some extremely bad. I didn't think the, tip, the nativity was that great. But, you know, there was also a recent one. Uh, you can go on YouTube that actually the, the Mormons did, and they did it in Aramaic, which was kind of cool, Hebrew and Aramaic. And, you know, I mean, it goes to show you that the story is never going to disappear. It's never going to leave us. It's going to stay with us until Christ returns to second coming. And this shows you how much devotion and how much it's part of our lives. Um, that it, you know, the story of our Lord. And it's beautiful. And the idea that the most fascinating part of the whole thing is that the word became flesh and entered our lives, entered the life, human life, human existence, about human, our human frailty. He, he made our world, our existence, his. And it, he became part of our daily lives. He came in to our world and he, he could have been born in the palace, but he wasn't. He could have been chosen to be born in a beautiful um, uh, life of royalty, but he didn't. Instead, he chose to be born in insignificance and to live his life in insignificance. And there isn't a lot of detail. I mean, if you look at the Gospels, there's not a lot of detail. And that's the way the Holy Spirit wanted to tell the story. Because in a sense, it was like other people in the sense that they were ordinary people. You know, it isn't like Mary and Joseph walked around with a halo. We know they didn't. You know, it isn't like they glowed. They didn't glow. They were ordinary people. Just like everybody you see every single day in your life. Holiness is hidden in the least expected of all places. All right, it isn't, we know that Abraham didn't walk around with a halo in his, uh, around his head. We know Moses didn't walk around with a halo around his head. We know that he was obviously different. There was something about him that was different after his encounter with God. In the story, when I read in the day Christ was born, when Simeon and Anna walked up, in the temple courtyard, when Joseph was presenting Christ to be consecrated and, you know, and he was going to buy the Christ child back as ransom from, you know, from God, which was part of the ritual. Joseph wanted to look, kept on looking into the bundle in his arms. He wanted to see what was about him that stood out. Joseph couldn't see the glow. He might have seen the glow, obviously, the night he was born, but all he saw was an ordinary baby. 
All he saw was an ordinary child. Holiness is not something that can be easily read. Faith is not something that can be easily seen and read. It's difficult to describe it. Artists may do it, but they do what they can in paintings and in murals and the beautiful classical artwork. But the best artists were the ones that tried the best they can to capture the reality of holiness in the ordinary life. And that's something that we are trying to live in our lives. We want to make ourselves holy. We want to consecrate ourselves. We want to, to, to communicate with God. We want to touch the face of God. We want to feel God in our lives. We want to experience God in our lives. Joseph and Mary did, and they did, and, and it happened in the ordinary, ordinary existence of their lives. God came into their life. The word became flesh and incarnate in their lives. And when they woke up every morning, it was, it, it was there in the person of Jesus. They contemplated him. They stared at him. They tried to comprehend him. They meditated on him. They were mind boggled by what was happening. And then what did they have to do? They had to go on and live their life. He couldn't clean himself. He couldn't feed himself. He couldn't wash himself. He, he cried. He wailed. He needed to be held. He needed to be fed. He needed to be washed and he needed to be taught. And at the same time, he was God. Joseph didn't get up in the middle of the night and write a, a theological thesis on him. No, Joseph was mind boggled. The only answer he knew was, I have to take care of him. I have to feed him. I have to provide for him. I have to show him obviously how to, you know, to be, to, to, to grow up. And yet in his mind is thinking, this is God. Mary, Mary in the book, if you notice what Joe, what Jim Bishop said, she simply was completely absor absorbed in the fact that it was a baby. That this was a baby. She didn't have time to think about him being God, probably. Joseph probably at the same time didn't spend time thinking about the same thing. We could, we could completely beat ourselves in the head. And only the only thing was left was if you notice was he picked up the child when he was warned and he fled into Egypt. He didn't have time to think, hey, little baby Jesus, why couldn't you strike these men down with lightning with your little baby fingers? No, 
What God wanted was for them to continue with their lives and continue in the reality that they existed in. And that was it. The miracle was a miracle. The existence of the miracle was there. The reality of the miracle was there. And then the reality of life was there. They went to Egypt and they stayed there. And Joseph went on to look for work. And then get up and go home. And then they went back. He decided to go further back to Nazareth. And the reality continued until the age of 12. The age of 12, when he, they, they couldn't find him for three days, the reality was there. The fact that he is God was there and the reality that he was a child was there. And the reality of his mission was there. And the reality that they were a family was there. That's what Joseph and Mary had to deal with. The theological meaning was something they just had to embrace. They couldn't think about it. They couldn't debate with each other and discuss it. They had to live it. All right, let's end it here. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. He rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and life of the world to come. Amen. Pater Noster, qui es in celis, santificetro nomen tuum, ad vignad regnum tuum, fiat valentas tua, secur in celo ed in terra, panam nostram quotidianum da nobis hotie, et demite nobis diepta nostra, secur et nos demitimos dieptoribus nostris, et nos indogas intertachinam, se libra nos amalo. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen.
Novena to Our Lady of Lords. O ever immaculate Virgin, Mother of Mercy, health of the sick, refuge of sinners, comfort of the afflicted, you know my wants, my troubles, my sufferings. Cast upon me a look of mercy. By appearing in the Grotto of Lords, you were pleased to make it a privileged sanctuary where you dispense your favors, where many sufferers have obtained the cure of their infirmities, both spiritual and corporal. I come, therefore, with the most unbounded confidence to implore your maternal intercession. Obtain, O loving Mother, the granting of my request. Through the gratitude for favors, I will endeavor to imitate your virtues, that I may one day share your glory. Amen. Our Lady of Lords, pray for us. Our Lady of Lords, pray for us. Our Lady of Lords, pray for us. Saint Bernadette, pray for us. O most blessed Mother, heart of love, heart of mercy, ever listening, caring, consoling, hear our prayers. As your children, we implore your intercession with your Jesus, your Son. Receive with understanding and compassion the petitions we place before you today, especially, and here, we make our personal private intentions. We are comforted in knowing your heart is ever open to those who ask for your prayer. We trust to your gentle care and intercession those whom we love and who are sick or lonely or hurting. Help all of us, Holy Mother, to bear our burden in this life until we may share eternal life and peace with God forever and ever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Now, the hour of our death, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Now, the hour of our death, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for us. Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for us. Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, folks, God bless, and uh, I'll be back again soon with another podcast.